Yeah. Always Dale. Yeah, I um yeah, I'm not sure I'm not sure how I feel about this. I really all day that's what everybody tells me a lot going on astrology and bullshit like that it's going to be great but you know what here on the Diz idiots we're the idiots so you don't have to be today we'll be covering disney launching some residential communities the cosmic rewind has an opening day price increases who's surprised galactic star cruiser news and more from the Diz idiots podcast so everybody say hi What's up, party people? That's Bruce. Cheers. It's Tuesday night. Tuesday That's night. Deuces for Tuesday, baby. So, you know what? It's great. It's a great day. And you know what? We, we teased it. We're just going to talk about it right off the bat. Brian, well, what are your thoughts on this? Chip and Dale, Rescue Ranger. Uh, uh, <laughs> he, he, he's telling what the internet all thought. Uh, yeah, that's my thought. <laughs> Admit it. It's okay. You're among company here, and a lot of our listeners, I'm sure, feel the same. So, okay. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, CGI? Makeover? No. No, 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 no. Like one or the other. You don't. You don't do two D and and one three D. You, you you just pick, pick and choose. Pick and choose. Pick, pick and choose. Don't 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 do this whole like half and half where, oh, we're gonna use an excuse to bring back Roger Rabbit and everyone's two D, but one of them is actually CGI'd. You've left me behind because you got the CGI surgery. Which, by the way, now now they're calling it a teaser trailer. I'll, I'll say this much. Um, while I was watching the entire trailer, I was rolling my eyes at every scene. I'm like, Ugh. there was a couple of moments where I was like, okay, that's cute. But this is like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like this is Disney's cash grab for Disney. I'll put it to you this way. There was this little meme that I saw on Facebook the other day that I thought was really hysterical where it was the Disney logo, and it was, like, subscription for, like, $70 a year. Like, the Disney Plus logo, $70 a year. And it says, what Disney thinks I'm paying Disney Plus for, what I'm actually paying for. And then it's the logo, and it says, like, Mandalorian, Obi-Wan. Like, it's all these, like, Star Wars shows. And I feel like, it's, it, all right, see, there you go. Like, like, I, well, I, what they just announced with another Star Wars, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Do you have something? That's, I feel like the, the Simpsons did a bit on this. Crust of the Clown all three times a day. Because here on Channel 6, we got nothing else. That's how I feel like. Here's Star Wars and Marvel. Because here at Disney Plus, we got nothing else. Well, oh, and here's see, occasionally a Pixar movie. And see, with this Chip and Dale thing, I, I feel like this is their way of trying to bring the Disneyverse 
I don't know, kind of like, even they say it in the trailer, it's like, it's not a reboot, it's a, like, it's, what do they even call it? Like a re- like, But yeah. how is it a continuation when the show never broke the fourth wall? Fourth wall, exactly. Here's and the other problem that I have with clearly fourth wall breaking. And the problem, the real big problem I have with this is that Chip and Dale do not sound like Chip and Dale. Well, that's that, that, exactly. And one, uh, listen, and I, I'm not taking away to anything from Melania and Sandberg. I'm not, don't, I don't want people to think like I'm anti either of them because they're fantastic at what they do and I'm glad they exist. But like, exactly, when we have a Chip and Dale that exists and they sound nothing like they do in the original, yeah. Now you could say, oh, well, when we're on screen in our show, Rescue Rangers, we are we are dubbed. You know, there's a voice thing over, so we we sound different. I you know right. that this does feel, but you, you're absolutely right, Brian. I was actually want to talk about that. This feels like they're setting up their own Disneyverse. This like, is the Disney Cinematic Universe. We're yeah. gonna have all of our stuff here because yep. we see. In the trailer, you clearly see Scrooge. I almost called him Donald for a yeah. second. Forgive me, Dozer. Yeah. We see Scrooge in a pile of coins. It definitely seems like they want to have, well, here's us on our shows. He, I, I think they're trying to go for something a little more teenager and gritty. The problem is, I think they're going about it in the wrong way. Their audience, yeah. I think they realize, is older, possibly, if it's a continuation. Because it's Rescue Rangers on there, mind you. I haven't looked. It is. Okay, I thought so. I, I was positive. Uh, but it just feels like they're trying to do something as an ex this feels like an experiment that so, they're either going to go, by the way, we're kidding, or they're going to go, this is, it's a hit. We were planning this all along. So what we said last week, and it still fits in with the universe concept, because in reality, it was the first shared universe. It's a backdoor sequel to Roger Rabbit. Was it always a backdoor sequel to Roger no, Rabbit? Absolutely yeah. not. No, but the fact that Roger, the, literally, when they reference Roger Rabbit in there with humans and animation, it just, it just feels like they're referencing him specifically yeah. for the subliminal, oh, oh, that's right. This is like Who Framed. When you right. see it, you're going to go, this is like Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. But, you know, nowhere near as good because Ken, and as we talk about that, here's a, here's a question for you guys. They always say it can lightning strike twice. It can. I know people who've been struck twice. Literally. No, no. I, well, mean, I, I know literally, but like for this, Roger Rabbit was a hit. Could this possibly be a surprise hit in the making? And just, the teaser trailer was garbage. Honestly, I don't. I don't think it can because with with, with Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and I stand by this, you'll never see anything like that ever again because you had two big blockbuster. You had Warner Brothers and Disney team up for Touchstone Pictures. You yeah. had all the cartoons together. If and I am going to steal some wrestling terminology here. If somehow the forbidden door is open, Ooh. and you do get a Looney Tune. Or a minion, even it could be big. It, that like first off, one I could see happening. The minion ain't happening. Aluma, no. The, no, the mascot of Illumination going through the door ain't happening. But I agree. But I think this is more Disney's way of saying we can't do those, but we can do our own universe with character, yeah. our own characters. Well, all right. So let me ask you this then. It, let's say this. Let's say this is the beginning of the 
what what do you want to call it? The Saturday morning cartoon universe, you know, the nineties nostalgia verse. Technically, no, this is this would be the second entry. DuckTales 2017 is the start of well, it. I think I think what Brian's trying to say, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, is that is this their own foray into the this this Disney afternoon universe where the shows existed yeah. as shows, yeah. but they but also let's... exist as where we have our own fans and no, that's the show. I'm not Darkwing Duck is exist as people exactly. coming to him for to solve crimes because guys, I'm an actor, I don't actually do that. Wait, wait, wait a moment. If we're going under that logic, that means in the 2017 DuckTales, Darkwing was a dude playing a show, playing a dude inside a show. He's gone full Robert Downey Jr. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just started I'm like, yes, say it. Say what we all are going to say right now. Yes. Playing a dude disguised another dude. Who thinks he's the other dude? Like, oh, Tropic Thunder. Because they did that already. Darkwing was a show in DuckTales. Yes. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm curious how this is going to go. But, yeah. but but that DuckTales could be one of those, that could be a meta reference. Who knows how they want to handle that? Oh. This could say, okay, that DuckTales is its own separate reboot universe. Chip and Dale are in there. Yeah. Well, that could be its own separate universe. This could be the universe continuing directly from the Disney Afternoon universe. Like, now, uh, listen, there's, uh, they could do a lot of adult things. I'm just saying, wouldn't it be fun to see the gummy bears as a bunch of, like, addicts and a bunch of, like, gummy gummy juice anonymous kind of thing? I, I'm going to give this... If we're going full, full send, Roger Rabbit reboot, but Disney Saturday morning cartoons, give me the gummy bears and the weasels. It makes zero sense, and I absolutely want it. Yes. Wait, gummy yes. bears. And, wait, Bob. Bears and Bob, listen to the man. He makes That's sense. Weasels. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but think about it. The, if the weasels stop that laughing, you're dying if you laugh. Think about that. Yeah, stop that with the gummy bear juice. Yeah, the little one down. Don't you remember? You'll die if you drink too much of the gummy bear juice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm, and I realize I'm nothing like Squiggy. I'm aware of that. I will give it its shot. Luckily, it's a movie and not a show. Yeah, I was just going to ask, is this a movie or is this a TV Just series? a movie. It's just, a movie. Okay, so that's good. Um, I, here's, here's my take on this. I Like, I, I agree with you, Dozer. I will give it a shot. But so help me God, I will turn it off if it pisses me off. I, I'm just... It's sure. like... It's like the Home Alone that they did on on Disney Plus. The Home Alone. Never home away. tried it. I'm not a Home Alone fan. The Home Away it, from Home Alone. It, I think it's disgusting. It. It's horrible. It's not. The villains are really the good guys, but they're the villains. But it's yes, yeah. Okay, so I'm not the only person that saw this. A friend of mine was like, "Oh no, you have to buy. You have to go past that. It gets really funny." Buzz makes a cameo. He's on the phone with Evan McAllister. I'm like, but that has nothing to do with this story. Like, they basically took something that was lightning in a bottle and then decided to, like, revamp well, it and make it. They took something that was lightning in a bottle. They've already bastardized Home Alone before Disney ever got their balls on it. Well, that's Fox, too. I mean, that, yeah. It doesn't matter, because if you want something Home Alone-esque, you watch better watch out. 
It's a horror movie. This is yeah. not for kids. But if you've never seen, if you've never seen, <laughs> better watch out. It's the shit. It is good. That's um, probably one of my favorite horror movies. Oh, it's so delightfully good. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to give it a listen. Always. I Everyone. Doesn't matter what reviews say or other people say, you should always check yeah. things out for yourself. yourself. I'm a yep. big I'm a big believer in that. I do that when I go to theater shows. I always believe. Listen, if it's a source you trust, you got you trust your friends. If those are Brian, tell me something. I know when I'm I'm gonna trust their opinion because they know me. But it, always give it a shot for yourself. For this, I have an open mind, but I have no problem turning it off after 20 minutes. Yeah, I'll watch the whole thing if my daughter will let me, so. We'll see. I'm a huge Chippendale fan, though. Oh, love, love, come on. What's that to love about Chippendale? I don't know. Which one? Which, which one's your favorite, Chip or Dale? That's a joke, uh, right? Dale. <laughs> you, you realize who you're talking to. Uh, Dale. Hundo. Hundo. Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Dale, I think, think who's voicing who? <laughs> but noise. On I was all about I was all about Baloo from Tailspin. Yes, <laughs> Tails. They they brought Tailspin into the Ducktales universe. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like so, if this is a success, are we going to see a what? I guess a live action. Or how would you even would this be considered live action Chippendale? Like, it's how would what, it's whatever they considered Roger Rabbit. This action. is what that's about. Well, yes. So, do you see them doing possibly like uh, like like I was asking her like do you foresee them doing something like Darkwing Duck or Tailspin like in this kind of in this vibe? I I think they if this is it or, depends on this is a success. I'm sorry. Continue. I was gonna say. The one that I wouldn't mind seeing, if they, if this is a hit, let's say we watch it and go, holy crap, was this something that Disney kept, that was like an ace up their sleeve? I want to see a goofy movie. Or like, I, or, see, you know I, I mean? already like, have one. Through? I already have the perfect one. It's a series. It's not a movie. It's a series. It's waiting Power here. Line? Bonkers. Oh. Bonkers leaves the show, becomes a cop. Done. You're welcome. You're welcome, Disney. Sell. Sell it a harpy. Listen, I would love a goofy thing. I'm with the Disney afternoon. I'm for here for any of it. If if they're doing it right, I'm here for it. Bonkers as a cop in the real world with people interacting, that kind of thing. You're welcome. I wear. I'm aware. It's Who Framed Roger Rabbit meets Happy Time Murders in its own way. But you're welcome, but you, Disney. But you know what though? Bonkers would work though because that is a name that that's deep cut. That's our generation that we grew up watching, and it would have. And you know, you know what's funny? I th- you know what? I think they would take a recipe from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but make it their own. Because you could seriously do like a Beverly Hills Cop with Bonkers. Mm-hmm. You can. You, you can, can make do, this work. You can do like a lethal weapon with bonkers. Like you don't. It oh, don't, to- don't come on! Don't even, don't, don't tempt me with, don't even tempt me with lethal weapon. Like, come on! But you're saying like you can take the the, okay. the the detective cop like 1930s Who Framed Roger Rabbit crime like L.A. Noir, and then make it a modern like buddy cop 
show. We can do that with Lethal Weapon and Bonkers as long as Darkwing and Die Hard get their day. Yes. Oh, I was going to make the buddy cop Bruce Willis. <laughs> Yo! Yes! Yo, that's it! Absolutely! I just scared my dog. Yes! Absolutely, buddy! Yes! Bruce Willis get, yeah, Bruce Willis gets a partner and it's fucking bonkers. Oh my god! You can purely see him sitting there just going, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> Can Danny Glover? Can since we're doing this, can Danny Glover be the police commissioner at least? Wait, time out. Who distributed Die Hard? Was that 20th Century? I think so. I don't know. Is Die Hard a Disney movie? Dude, I'm on, if I'm Die on Hard, it. if Die Hard was distributed by 20th Century Fox, we may have something here. I'm on it. Hold on. Uh, la, da, da, da. Distributed by 20th Century Fox. <laughs> you heard it here. You hear it here, folks. For the first time, Die Hard is a Disney movie. And, and I think we're all thinking the same thing here. Yippee ki yay, mother! Uh, and after <laughs> Bonkers comes in, he's like, "Yo!" Uh, just uh, can, then at least can the other cop. In this buddy here, can the other cop be just Sergeant Al Powell? What's Mel Johnson doing these days? So it sounds like it's, it's a, our movie's Die Hard with Bonkers. <laughs> and the problem is the whole no, the whole concept. It, it's actually no, a buddy it, cop with Bruce Willis and Bonkers. I this would the people would be going gaga. You are talking wait, about I, who's I get pushing for the Muppets Les Mis. With just Hugh Jackman as the sole human actor. I'll answer that. I, I will answer I, that in just about a month. I I would actually sit through that lame Miz with the Muppets. I don't know yet. Give me a month. <laughs> On to March 26th, I finally take my Paris to the Music Man. I will judge Hugh Jackman on that day. I am jealous because, like... All right, so my friend, I, despite the reviews, my friend just went and absolutely loved it. I'm so how much excited. Are, how much are tickets? Because I, I want to kind of like treat Liz. How many, for, how many appendages do you have to sell? Well, well actually, uh, in the about honestly, in the mess, the, the mess, if you're especially towards the sides of the winner, it's not bad, but you got to buy in advance. I've had these tickets for years because Scott Rudin wouldn't relinquish my money. <laughs> I'm fairly certain these tickets predate COVID. That's not fairly certain. I bought them after Horror Nights one year. Because one year, I was at Horror years? Nights. I was at Horror Nights Raph Finnegan's. <laughs> so, so Liz has been reading Sutton Foster's two books that she released. Oh. And wait, the one book. So I'm like, I knew Sutton Foster from Broadway, but. We've been watching this show that was on TV Land called Younger. Yeah, she's a star. Oh her my god! Her and Michael Yuri. <laughs> we are we are binging the shit out of this show because two reasons: one, Liz loves Sutton Foster, and the two of the, like watching Sutton Foster act and looking at my wife. I'm like, you two are like one in the same. Holy I was shit. actually about to say they kind of look alike. 
They, very scary. I mean, like, their similarities are both scary. Oh my god, they actually are like a group. Oh my god, are they sisters? No, they're not sisters. Are I you wish. sure? I mean, because I'm I, just saying, I know her last, I, I don't, I know she's not a foster, but like. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so we've been, we've been binging it because they're half an hour long and you can knock her them that way. But I'm like, oh my god, I love Sutton Foster now. Like, I really, really love, like, I knew she was a talented performer on stage. <laughs> But like as an as an actress, I was like, we started watching this other show about like girls in ballet school or something like that. And I'm like, eh, it's from the I think it's what's that? Suspiria. Yeah, Bunheads. That's it. Bunheads. (laughs) It's the same people that did Gilmore Girls and all those. Amy Sherman Palladino. Yeah. So we Uh, watched that woman. it was only one, it only lasted one season. We got like halfway through and I'm like, this show's stupid. I, I, there's nowhere to go with this show. I don't understand what's going on here. These little girls, I, I don't, what, it's not funny. What is happening in this show? Because the create, Amy Sherman Palladino has a problem and it's her. And uh, and I'm actually scared to watch the new season of Miss Maisel because I really like that show and like- I more just mo- started it today. And I have one big problem with it already. And guess what? Guess what the problem is? The creator, Amy Sherman Palladino, is pulling late stage Gilmore Girls on us. Wait a minute. I don't have to make my lead character have development. I create the show, so I am goddess. So he's... and I had that feeling because the trailers they were like they were showing for this new season is not just Miss Maisel, but it's all the characters in the show now. It's their well, like more than the other. I actually hope they concentrate it. It's just what they do. I've only watched like twenty minutes of it, but the first episode, what they do with Midge, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like Lorelai all over again. Well, yes, that that's their that's her thing. <sighs> But I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this train. I'm gonna bring it back on track a bit Thank now. You. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. I derailed this again. No one's surprised. Oh, this was like, yeah, Bruce, we know. Because you know, we we have news. Yeah, we oh, do. We got. First off, we have news I didn't know about. So if you don't mind, can we go right to Cosmic Rewind? Oh, the fact that it has an opening date. Yeah, did not know that. Continue. It dropped yeah. about an hour ago at this point. What this year? Memorial, Memorial Day? Day. Knew Memorial it. Day. So, Damn it. I'm going to be missing that, it. When are you going down, Brian? May 18th through the 25th. No, you're not. Are you kidding me? That is prime tech preview time. Really? Of course it is. They got to oh, get this sub bitch running. They it want, will be soft open. It's, hey, this is it, tech preview. Yeah. Okay. So, no. but Watch it. Stock it when you're down there because the fact that Velocicoaster is running flawlessly, I guarantee you, they may not be talking about it, but Disney wants to make sure this thing is running without a hitch by Memorial Day. You are in prime time, buddy. So should I reach out to a cast member while I'm down there and be like, hey, who do I have? It'll just be like, by the point you are down there, it will probably just be open most of the day. They're going to be running tech preview. It'll be one of those, again, Velocicoaster was, they've done this other times, but I guarantee you with a ride like this, they're going to, if, if there's, listen, if they don't do this, shame on them. They deserve what happens to them. They should want to tech preview this every day. If it's only open for four or five hours, they should want to make the day one. It should, at that point, they want to make sure this is running as out a hitch. 
smooth as butter. So, what, also, what what would be a tip if I wanted to hunt to get a chance to get a like a like a tech rehearsal? You know, it's just going to be they're going to be signs out front, and it'll be open. Basically, like, what you're looking for is sandwich boards. Okay. Or walk by and see if it's open. That's a tech preview. What they were doing is, you know, they'd be, okay, technical rehearsals for whatever. They haven't done this with other things, but this here's a roller coaster. They should really tech this a lot. I think really, I think that's what made the difference with Velocicoaster. Yeah. They didn't just tech Velocicoaster. They teched it every single day for like a uh -huh. month. It was rare for it to not be in a tech rehearsal. Also, Bruce uh star tours 2 we were there what about a month before grand opening a month yes and it was just basically full open from the time we left that muppets on the one day till we left nothing it, 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 it was just okay we, we got the he got the airdrop of we're open come on over and at the time it was matt hotchberg who had people from studiocentral.com Literally sitting at Backlot Express all day, just waiting to drop the news of tech rehearsals beginning. There's probably, there's enough Disney podcasters out there that there's somebody who has their fans stalking. Yeah. Will now have their fans stalking Cosmic Rewind. You'll know even before that, things like Disney Food Blog, things, any kind of thing, they'll, they're going to be out there. And they're going to be letting the word out. I guarantee yeah. we're going to see. If we don't see this in mid-April, I'm stunned. I, I'm thinking mid-April. They're planning on May. Uh, what was what is that this year? The 20-something? Late 20s? Yeah. Memorial Day? Uh, if that's where they're planning on opening, mid-April. Mid-April. If, if they're not doing tech in mid-April, shame. Brian, I, I'll give you the full rundown. Because... Much like it seems anytime we're going to Disney, we're just ships passing in the wind. Because yeah. I'm the 18th. What's that? I'm leaving the 18th. Oh Get gosh. the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you leaving? Uh, we're driving, so whenever. Oh, you guys are driving. Okay, we're driving, too. God um, help our souls. You people. So where, are you, where are you guys staying? Boardwalk. Oh my god, we almost booked there. For our DVC, it was Boardwalk or the Consolation Prize at Saratoga. We'll take okay. all day, every day. <laughs> That's not even a question. We, uh, almost, we almost booked the Boardwalk and then Coronado Springs Tower opened up and I really couldn't pass above my TA rate. I mean, it, no. I, I, got a, I got a tower view king size bed for 1500 for for the week not bad that's not bad yeah. at all and then my ticket is 50 percent off the only thing i had to pay full pop was her ticket that was it uh so, there's ways around that we haven't yeah. paid full pop for shit but that's well you're a dvc member yeah i'm just a travel agent i don't have those perks yet see DVC. i sh i feel like i should try to book a trip to go down to leave right before you guys but i can't because i'm going to a bachelor party in vegas in Met in april so it the, the the thing for me that is great because even if they're doing restricted tech rehearsals i've got most of those creds too as long as it's not cms only 
it should CM only. I doubt they they do it off times. I really and CM only tends to be before they do attack. I yeah. really don't think they're. I think you guys are gold. You guys oh, are going I, to the golden window. In fact, if well, May first, they're not saying we got to get this some bitch up and open and running. This ain't. This is not. Okay, fine. Say what you will about whatever rise of the resistance, Remy's and everything. This here, this is yeah. a roller coaster. They, this well, ain't now, your common attraction here. You, the best way to test this is get those trains running as fast as you can. And and test those CMs too. And it's not, and it's not just a roller coaster. It's that this is also the kickoff for the summer of 2022. Like they yeah. need to have. And they, they they don't have an attraction. Like, the, the last big attraction that they had was Remy, and that opened up back in, what, November, October for the... Also, there ain't shit yeah. at Epcot. But even with exactly. Remy, here's the, there's the difference between Remy, Rise of the Resistance, and um, Smuggler's Run. You know what the difference is? Cast members. That's the difference. Yeah. You gotta be able to get dead in the station, load, unload, in, move. You gotta get more than anything else, not just the ride itself. You gotta get them used to a high capacity. You want yeah. them to be able to. That's the one again. Velocicoaster did it. Don't even get me started on the a travesty that is Hagrid system. But you want them in. You want to be able to have these cast members rocking and rolling. You want to have them having no issue. Oh, I know what to do here. You don't want to have that issue late. late Oh, we're doing a tech week of tech previews. What's wrong with you? In, and, in 2022, come on. And here, here's the X factors. We don't know because we don't know the layout of the coaster. Right. But what are the block sections? What will cause it to cascade? Where will it be a hard stop that will require a manual reboot? Right. We don't know any of that. Listen, we've seen pictures inside the show building, but. I, I, we, honestly, I still don't know how this thing goes from load to unload. I know it launches back into the main building, but who the heck knows what happens after that? Right. There, there's a lot of variables. Oh, sorry. Spoiler asked. alert. It launches into the show building. In case you guys don't read the internet. I, I We are at the point that I assume any new indoor coaster launches because they're not going, they can't build a lift till tall enough. Yeah. Well, it launches in Florida, yeah, but it launches backwards is the thing. Yeah. And but then the car Guardians of the Galaxy have to get away from something. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? But I, stunning. I, I, I'm going to divert us again. Because do you ever feel like you need a little bit more control in your house? Do you ever feel like you need a little bit more oversight? How would you feel about having the HOA from hell? And moving <laughs> to a Disney residential community. This almost sounded like an ad promo for our podcast. It did for a second. I was like, do we have a sponsor? Are we sponsored? <laughs> we have a sponsor here? No. And does my sponsor have to cover up Shorty here? Because he deserves to be seen. No, no, no. But no, Disney Story Living. They're going to build residential communities starting in Arizona. I, I, I did hear about this. This is... I, I, I mean, oh. like... Talk to anybody who lived in early celebration. Yeah. Or lives in celebration now. This is shit you don't want. This is HOA from hell. You read about bad HOAs. Now imagine you have the Disney Gestapo out there every week measuring your lawn. You are a quarter inch too tall. $1,000 fine. Mow your lawn. 
Read the back of your ticket. These are the people that will, they will judge you based on what you wear to a theme park on your vacation that you are paying to be down there. What makes you think where you live is going to be any better? And I don't want to know what it's going to cost to live there. Like, oh, yes, I bought my house. Now, what's my HOA news? $1,500 a month? What? That's a mortgage. Well, don't, don't forget, you know, the the bloodletting. They're actually going to take your blood. That's the whole hard part of this is human oh, harvesting. Yeah. So this, is like, this is like West Coast Golden Oaks. Oh, no, 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 no. Golden Oaks is way different than this. This is well, that's, yeah. too managing everything. This Do not worry. This is the start of Westworld. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is how Westworld starts. Okay, Brian, think of it this way. Golden Oaks is for the people with more money than they know what to do with. True. Story living is more or less aimed at upper middle class beginning to retirees. Okay. They say it's for everybody, but let's be real. It's going to be uh, Gen Xers and late boomers moving there. Yeah. Can I just say what the truth is? Jimmy Buffett did it first. Oh, yes. <laughs> Buffett, it's like, honestly, when I saw that, I was like, Jimmy Buffett did this. They had to give away a house. They had to give away houses on Real Fortune. That's not a good sign. Hey, I have no faith in this. I think it's a terrible idea. It's a terrible waste of resources. And there are better things Disney could diversify in. Why? Like, what, like, uh, like, what are they thinking? Are they like, were they just looking at the whole Epcot concept that Walt uh, Vision be like, oh, this is a great idea. No, this is what happens at... when you pay your CEO extra. When Bob Chapek gets a raise, this is what happens. I, I am going to look at this as optimistically as I can. And if you've read a lot of books about late stage Walt, he had a lot of love of planned communities. Yes, he right. In fact. Two of the biggest communities he loved are right near me, Reston, Virginia, and Columbia, Maryland. He loved these communities because they are planned. Everything's out. They're all designed around this shopping center, this shopping hub center. And that's what this shit is. Like, that's, you look at the diagrams, you go, yeah, we've tried this. Most of these towns have failed for a reason. People can't afford to live in them. Yeah. It's also called Stepford. Oh yeah, that that's happening. It's it's going to be bad. Uh, so, I think our short take is: save your money, don't live there. Wait for oh, reviews We can't afford to live there anyway. Yeah, just just wait and see what happens. Listen, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt here, but Disney, I think your time and money are better spent elsewhere. Also, I'm going to point out the own my own hypocrisy of saying we can't afford to live there. Says the guy in his basement smoking a cigar. Yeah. yeah, but I'm sorry. <laughs> what they do with Arizona? What's there to do in Arizona? Golf. Yeah. Die of heat. <laughs> it's a dry heat, though. Don't worry. No, this is just this is just this, this. If this, look at it this way: if the town fails, it's probably in the middle of nowhere. They can just drop an atomic bomb, and everything will go away. I'm yes. just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. So, do they get Country Bears? Because that's how Country Bears started, was at a ski resort that didn't take off. So, like, what, what are they doing here? I guarantee there's going to yeah, be like, something. What, yeah, what kind of Disney, Disney theme are we getting here? Horizons. I, oh. 
Who knows? Master Verde. Master Verde. We clearly know how they're funding this. That is from the new price increases that just dropped recently. How bad are they? I haven't really looked. They're two to six percent, and they are only on three day and above tickets. The one day and two day park hoppers have not been affected. Of course, because who's buying those? Exactly. Um, they say Disneyland. Much like anything, they're not, as it feels every year, they're not game breakers. They're not game changers. And I, look, I read the article on it. I can't argue too much. This is actually the first significant price increase since 2019. Yeah. What is it up to for, for, for the tickets? It's all arranged because it's, I didn't break oh, any. Oh, dynamic pricing. That's why it's two to six percent. I think on, the, I think it went up more on the higher scale dates. The two percent's your your average day, and the, yeah, yeah. It's, and, yeah. Plus, you know, it depends. Are you looking at a four day ticket or a ten day ticket? Ticket, yeah. I wonder, do they still do the passport for England? I don't know. Nobody. Like ever... a, I, think, I think it's like a fourteen day ticket they used to do for England. Oh <laughs> yeah, they. I know what you're talking about now. They, I don't think they brought that back yet. Can they travel here yet? <laughs> mm. Wait, 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 wait. I have, I have the most important question. Because, oh my God, the parks are so crowded as it is. Can the Brazilians get here yet? I don't think so. Well, the oh, parks are only so crowded because they haven't gone, just said, full capacity. Screw it. Have they? Bruce. No. I've been there. I don't want to see them at full capacity anymore. Yeah. It, it, half capacity or whatever it's at is a it's a disaster. It's well, packed. And especially now where they their their new mask mandate, it's now it's the honor system again. So it says for people that are fully vaccinated don't no longer have to wear face masks anywhere. And it's like how many people down there are actually going to be fully vaccinated? Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. Country at this point, and you're at the same time, you're not. As a, I I sit in a theater full of yo know, eight eighteen hundred of great friends of mine. I I don't I don't think I I don't feel unsafe if I wasn't wearing a mask. Right. I just hey. it comes that to me it's less about the mask mandate and more about yo know, it comes to a point. Yeah. And I mean, it, it doesn't bother me as much. I just know with like my wife's health, like that's one of her concerns. I'm like, look, if you want to wear your face mask while we're down there, wear your face mask. I don't care. I mean, she's vaccinated, but she's just more cautious of other people. I, yeah, but that, I that's wear, not, it, it doesn't, you could always wear, you could always wear a face mask at Disney if you wanted. Yeah. No, not until COVID. Come on. They had everything against covering your face. Yeah, I've seen yeah, Asian tour. I've seen plenty of Asian tourists down there wearing them. Yeah. But my whole thing is, I am a little bit more sensitive to Disney still for one one reason. You still have the under five, unable to be vaxxed crowd, and a lot of them. Like, yeah, that's my, that's my sensitivity. I personally don't care. If I was going to the parks, just me, I wouldn't wear a mask at this point. 
but because I will be going with my daughter and to encourage her to keep hers on because right. it's a it's monkey see, monkey yeah. yeah so I'll be wearing it and yeah it's annoying but I, I'm more sensitive because you are surrounded by the people who can't be vaxxed now once they roll out the vaccination for the little kids screw it yeah, I, I, I'm less about worried. I, I, to me, it's less about a mask mandate. Whether they not they have that, I don't think changes anything. I think it's more a capacity issue. I'm wondering if we're not going to see more backstage areas being used for which were only ever used during the holiday seasons. I wonder if we're not going to see more of those just being used for general flow of people. They need to, and I don't, I don't still fully grasp why the parks are feeling so crowded because even at parks where there is minimal closed and all the attractions are mostly running at full capacity at this point and minimal closed like you know there's not a lot of shows or things eating up people that are closed at magic kingdom but it's still i was there beginning of december and it felt like i was there fourth of july weekend like they have been very on and off crowded um during the week in the off uh, the off times is better but i i just i don't i can't really answer that as to why it's more crowded but i've said this i'll say this to i'm blue in the face they're adding adding things to bring more and more people but the infrastructure of the magic kingdom has not changed to allow them to have more people you need it i get it we want to keep the magic you gotta utilize the backstage space you have utilize it i get one to keep the magic but you're having every year they want to have more and more people come it ain't gonna happen with the infrastructure they built it's yeah. not building for these capacities they just said we're just gonna raise capacity that's part of the problem is that i don't think they've really looked hard at what their average capacity magic kingdom should be gone are the days where you should have ninety thousand people in the park 75,000, yeah. whatever. Wow. I think so. I actually think mass capacity of Magic Kingdom wasn't 90. It's been a while. You would know. We wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I don't. But it might be 75 or 80. Wait, just while we're, while we're talking about this, because this is a frustration I had as I'm trying to book this trip coming up, is okay. Oh, cool. We could make our park reservations. Oh, wait. You haven't released the operating hours yet. I'm sorry. I don't want to accidentally book myself at a park that's closing at 7 p.m. Right. Like, just release it. You you should have a good enough clue. And if you're making it later, nobody's going to care. They know. These hours don't... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Outside of... Um, Whatever I was gonna say, not so scary, but I know they changed the name. Outside of your holiday events, they don't change that much here, folks. Like, come on! I it, it bewilders me that I can't that I can't even see that when I can make park reservations. If you to allow me to make park reservations, yeah, g give me the give me the operating hours. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking. I'm enjoying the fact I have a 60-day window to book my dining. I actually like that a lot better. Mm -hmm. Because, oh, dear God, 180 is impossible. And if you're going to do tiered windows, because I think 
I think 180 days works for the restaurant that isn't on the Di main Disney reservation system anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if you're booking Vicky and Al's, you should be able to book that six months out. Right. But everything else, no. Two months, and I still say you stagger the release of the reservations on that. You release 75% on that 60-day day, maybe another 15% on the 30-day window, and then leave the rest for walk-up. Right. You, you, it also allows you more than... You, you're not pushing these people. Well, you know, I technically haven't booked a trip yet, but I'm on 80 out. I'm thinking about it, so I better book my, my, my dining reservations. It, but also, you're looking at the sheer fact of they, they have this limited limited restaurant still, it seems. It is. Capacity at the restaurant. And, you know, we're getting close to the rumors of the dining plan returning in the nearish future. And I'm sitting here at days and I'm like, I can't book a table service. Yeah. And it's a normal day. Like, what about when the dining plan returns and people are now like, oh shit, I gotta spend my, I gotta spend this sit down. If, if I'm, I'm still, I do not think it's returning. I've all, I've heard internally it is, there's a chance. It used to be a very good chance. That chance has dwindled a little bit. I heard internally, and there was a point internally, it was not returning, period, end of discussion. That seems to have changed, but it, it's still more on the not returning side. Brian would know I, better. I, I've heard mixed. So I, I've, I've heard what you've heard, but I've also heard that it's coming back but it's going to be revamped. Like it's going to be a. It, it, you heard that in the I, last month, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Gonna be, so exactly. It's it's revamped to the point where, because right now, if you look at here's an example: if you're staying at a deluxe resort or a villa resort, like a DVC resort or like one of the deluxe resorts, you have extra, you you are guaranteed extra magic hours. You can stay up to, I think, two hours after the park closes if you're staying at one of the deluxe resorts. So with that perk staying at a deluxe resort, they're going to have perks for a meal plan as well. And it might trickle down to a different tier for moderate and a different tier for value. But they, they've always kind of had that, mostly when they would roll out the free dining plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get the free dining. You booked at an all-star, but you're getting the quick serve only option. Right. So they've well, this, kind of had that to a degree. But it, it's one of those things where if you stay at an all-star, you only, if you want to get a meal plan, this is the only meal plan you get. If you stay at a moderate resort and you want to get a meal plan, this is the only meal plan you get. If you stay at a deluxe resort and you want to get a meal plan, this is the this is the meal plan. That's that's oh, you should not. That is not fair. You should not make those poor people get a deluxe dining plan unless you're revamping it. That's just cruel. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying the poor people get the deluxe plan. I'm saying that the rich people get the deluxe. No, 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 Brian. I am fat. And I cannot eat a deluxe yeah. dining plan. I'm a man who likes to eat, and I can eat. And I'm telling you, the deluxe dining plan that was eating. Because you better book signatures. Why? That's the only way you're going to use those credits, there, buckos. Well, and you don't. Let's not even hide the fact that they add an extra course. You get the appetizer again once you get the deluxe. 
I, I've always said I want to do it, but at the same time, I'm like, can I really? And this is me talking. Can I really eat and snack that much? Now, see, what I would pay for is like a flat fee during the food and wine festival where you can all you can eat and all you can drink around the world. Well, <clears throat> well, well I have said for years, food and wine's a ripoff, and they need to come up with a better system for it. Um, but yeah, it, I'm I. I've always been a fan of having the dining plan around. Whether uh, we've had debates on whether it's worth the money, I think you should be able to. It's nice to let people have the option. Um, but yeah, there was a point in time we definitely, Brian, I don't know you heard it too. There was a point in time that pff, that ain't coming back. And nah, well, then Bob Chapek said, "I like money." Yeah, <laughs> I have the solution for food and wine, and it's the same thing every festival around the country has done for years. Get rid of food and wine. Coupons. There you go. You need coupons. Yeah. But yeah. you simplify it. You have nothing be more than like two coupons. Yeah. Like the, one free drink, one free entree. The, the food and wine, <laughs> it's, just, it's always been a ripoff. The lines are so long. I know. I don't want to wait. Honestly, during food and wine, I would go to beer garden. Why? While well, you people are having your... Your fizzy little, your further little foods. I sat down. I all I could drink. I had my giant stein of beer, and I was happy. So, I, I don't know. I think during this this uh, festival of the arts, I think there was a longer line for the figment bucket than it was to get a brew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's because people are. I'm sorry, the figment bucket is not the coolest popcorn bucket out there. You have to go to Tokyo for one of those. But what what I will say about the food and wine food. Oh, Lord, let's all wait around for food sitting under heat lamps. Yeah. Like, none of it's been that good. I, I've tried things. None of it's been that good. Even the drinks, I'm like, really? I don't think there was a shot of alcohol in here. So, I generally, I'm getting the drink. I'll get, I get the beer, honestly, because during not food and wine, but flower and garden, they have carrot beer, which is. My favorite beer for my honeymoon, and it's the only place I've seen it in the States to get it. So, I enjoy it there. That's it. But, you know, and all this stuff. Since we're, we're getting on annoying money-grubbing stuff. Hey, did you see that if you stay at the Galactic Star Cruiser, you can get a personalized lightsaber for an extra fee? Wait, What? Yeah, it'll be personalized. How much? Oh, I didn't read prices. They didn't release prices in the article I read. That's because Disney Food Blog will tell us everything. Folks, you're born to want to tune on next Tuesday because Disney Food Blog is going to apparently tell all on Friday. All right, but, I'm just I'm trying to wrap my head around this. So on is it on the Galactic Star Cruiser you, for an additional fee, you can get a personalized lightsaber. It is a person. You can get it personalized, and they are selling an exclusive lightsaber on the Star. That I heard. I knew that. It, they're selling it. They're selling the exclusive, and you can get it personalized. Is what they say. What that entails, I don't know. Is it a little guy with a little etch a sketch going? Ah, put your initials on it, or it's a Grogu puppet that writes it on. No, here, here's here's what I'm thinking. Of. It's probably going to be. It's going to be something on the not as immersive as the building a lightsaber at Sabi's workshop, but I think it's going to be that kind of personal thing where 
you might be able to well no you said it's an exclusive that you can personalize i don't know maybe it would just be something like in the box or like i do not know i'm guessing though here's my bid here's my bid on this lightsaber i'm going to guess that if it's an exclusive one on the galactic star cruiser let's see here the star cruiser costs what let's Six, six, seven thousand for two nights. Yeah, I'm gonna like. I'm going to guess it's gonna be two ninety nine. Probably. Mainly because with Savi's, so Savi's workshop is two hundred and twenty. They start at one ninety nine at Doc Ondar's. If you just want to get like Anakin's or Obi Wan's, it starts at, or like Darth Vader's, it starts at one ninety nine. The most expensive is. It's a dual set. It comes with the Leia's lightsaber. It's Rise of Skywalker collection. It's the Leia's light lightsaber and then the rehilt of Luke's that Ray uses, or what they call yeah, it's like Luke and Leia's, the two of them together. I believe and, and the only way to get Leia's lightsaber is if you buy the set together. Oh, I cool. do believe that is listed at four ninety nine, five ninety nine for the set. So I'm 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 assuming this exclusive one for the Star Cruiser is probably going to be around the two ninety nine three ninety nine price point. That makes sense to me. I would think three forty nine. And three forty nine, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Three forty nine. So I, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm going to go middle ground. I think they'll probably put the three forty nine on it. Three forty nine, um, and then you personalize it for an extra fifty bucks. Could be. That could be. <laughs> I could, or it could be two ninety nine. I could see them certainly Here's doing that. Two ninety nine. I think this. I think this is fucking ridiculous. Like, come on. It absolutely is ridiculous. But also, they, they've already begun to strip away the enchantment of the Galactic Star Cruiser with the magic band. As you no longer get data bands when you board, you get mm. magic, magic bands. bands. And and. They're just magic bands. It ain't something special. Why did we change the name? Yeah, Speaking I know. Speaking of magic bands, speaking of magic bands, whatever happened to the 2.0 ones that they were supposed to come out with? The ones with, like, the LED light around, like, the band itself, and it's like Disney smartwatch. Go ask Dick Tracy. <laughs> if you know, you know. Go ask yeah. Dick Tracy because it's it, it's with him in his theme park section of Hollywood Studios. I, I'm going to ask you a better question. Why have Magic Bands yet to be incorporated onto the cruise ships? You know, that's a good question. Because I, I, if you've never been on a cruise, you need to have your room key on you at all times it is how you buy anything like literally your world is already the magic band can it be a magic band can i put it on my wrist that's why they're phasing out magic bands at the parks so they can take the stock to the cruise ships but here's the funniest thing if you send a kid to the kids club they get a modified magic band it's a bigger magic band because it it has a gps tracker on Capo, capo, got it. Yeah, but still. Why is this not on the cruise ships? Like, this is the one thing that should have always been there, so. Yeah, yeah, that. Like, that seems. You you would have thought the Magic Band should have started on the cruise ships before they launched in the park. Super easy integration once you factor it in, because the cards are tap anywhere, tap anyway, so. 
The only thing I could see is they they want you to have the card to encourage you to carry around your ID as well. They but, really but, wanted to use these to start. They did not want to use magic bands. They really, really wanted. Yeah, when they started magic bands, they really wanted really. To, they want to spend the price on the magic band the magic band was when they rolled it out it was a they really wanted to do everything through your cell phone the idea was kind of like this in pluses where it's a, as you're going they can monitor everything and be like oh you tried this here try this try that the genie plus style of we're monitoring everything you do they really wanted to yeah. use my disney experience for that i'll tell you what it was weird it when i went happen when I went down in September, it was because I didn't I didn't have a magic band on me. Everything was I was like, let's try with the phone. It was weird. I mean, it worked, but I just scanning my phone up to the turnstile to let me act. I'm like, this is bizarre. And just like Tozer said before, you you they won't use your phone so much. The phones go dead. They really I when they once started, they did internally really want the magic bands. In my so, understanding, to be on your phone, but not everyone had a smartphone back then or a smartphone capable. And even if you do have a smartphone, I'm just going to family of three here. We are probably the easiest family you could have with a kid. Yeah. And it still gets complicated because now Meg would have to scan her phone twice or I would have to scan my phone twice. Yeah. And it right. it just gets awkward with that and it slows things down and it's not efficient. And then what if like, for some, I mean, knock on wood, but what if like you, there's no signal? Like, what if like your phone all of a sudden like it's just not syncing up to? That was part of like, it. That's why they wanted the magic band. I know internally they really wanted. Well, everyone has a smartphone, frankly, and the apps change. And I'm just gonna say it as someone who recently switched brands. It's amazing how many apps just don't work with Samsung and only work with Apple. It's right. amazing. That they right. actually work better with an and with Apple iOS based than uh, Android based. Amazing. That is one of those big things that it does make a big difference because, and the reason I singled out Meg is that whole system works better with Apple. Unfortunately, yeah. because you can I mean, save it in your Apple Wallet, but for some reason, I have my Google Pay Wallet. I can't save it in there. Like, we're not asking you to make it. So it could work with every bespoke wallet that exists, because there's a hundred of them. Make it work with Google Wallet, the one that works on all of Android. Yeah, I mean, it was nice to not walk around with a magic band, but I don't know. I, I still... I, I still never wear my... mine. I just leave mine in my pocket. Yeah. I wear mine, but it doesn't bother me, because I wear a watch most of the time, so... It's second nature, and I, my all my like mannerisms at Disney are set up for my magic bands. Like I'm fairly certain, if I went to do a card or my phone, I would forget what finger I scan. Right. Because it's all set up for me to go. Yeah. I never forget. It just the magic bands never quite fit me. The newer ones aren't as bad, but the magic bands just never quite fit me to my comfort level. So. I, I just bought two for this trip. I got I, I decided to treat myself and got the 50th anniversary. Treat myself. Yeah, treat myself. I got so the 50th I, anniversary Florida Project one at uh on our last trip. Wait, the Florida Project one? I'll send you a photo. 
Okay, yeah, the one that I got has like the orange bird figment Star Tours. It has like all the characters on it and all this stuff. Yeah, and then I in store all you want. And then Liz got I got her Mulan. So Bella got a pink sparkly yeah, that I the sparkles have pulled off. That like rose gold, is that the one? Yeah, it's rose gold and sparkly, but like the layer of sparkles has separated from the other magic band. It's really janky, and that's after one trip. So, oh, so that's why it's on sale for ten bucks on the website. Then that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, it's crap. I'm glad uh, I didn't get that one. You know, and just just one last thing because I, I saw this editorial and it, it just made me laugh at the headline: APEC trying to rebrand as an innovator from a bean counter. It's not working. It's never gonna happen because all your innovations are anything that's already in the pipeline was already in the pipeline before you took over there, bucko. I know for a fact things he would have done. I know for a fact things that man would have scrapped if he could have. Do not trust that snake in the grass. I never have. I never will. There are sheep who believe in him. I will never believe in that man. He is a bean, worse than a bean counter. He is cheap, 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 cheap. And he wants you to spend more money every year at Disney while he's cheap as cheap gets. Cheap back. Tell us how you really feel. I, I, I'm sorry. I really am, but. Do not trust that. I. Th that's why I'm glad when they announced Princess and the Frog. I'm like, oh, he's gonna rush this through. Good, you're taking your time. Yeah, I think well, I think they jumped the gun way too early on that, frankly. Well, well, yeah. No, they yeah. Honestly, just wanted positive news. Here's yeah, how it's going true. to work. They're not gonna do a thing with that attraction until every last animatronic is ready to go. Yeah. If anyone who knows anything about how they test Disney animatronics. Eagle, meanwhile. Yeah, I, I have, especially because I expect them to try to go double down, double reveal, double open. They're going you... all the same. Oh, for both, for both. The parks will go down yeah. the same day yeah. and they'll reopen the same day. What you're going to want to do, the easiest way to do it is to have everything ready, close, got in, open. You could do it in a couple of months. It really won't take that long. But you have to be, you cannot, and, and this is the truth. At Magic Kingdom, you cannot take Splash Mountain offline more than its yearly rehab until you are absolutely ready. You have to be 100% sure of what you're doing with that attraction. Because if you lose Splash during the summer, you're a fool. And you deserve yeah. what happens to you. Because yeah, then, true. if you lose Splash, that Thunder Mountain, as 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 stringent as Thunder can be, and as many trades as they can run through, they don't have enough. You are yeah. dead zone in your park if you move that attraction too early. Lift Hill, the ride. You wanted it. You were too scared to redo Space Mountains inside because you didn't want to take the top off. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen when you take Splash Mountain down? Pirates? You think pirates can handle that kind of capacity? Ah! Jungle Cruise can't handle its own capacity. Yeah. It's not like anyone's jumping into country bears. You and your country bears. I love those country. I have to mention them because if I don't, 
he'll just take them away from me quietly. One day you're just gonna go, what happened to Country Bears? And they're just gonna close it overnight. You're, you're just gonna walk by and you're gonna see expanded seating for Tortuga Tavern. Not open. It's just you're or, just gonna walk giant, by. Giant churro stand. It, it's just gonna, you're just gonna you just there's gonna be a picture of me lying face down. What's wrong? No. Why? You couldn't let us do it once more, jerk! Like the pre-show area would still be there. The doors to the show just won't open, so you have the moose and all that just hanging there, not talking. I, I will take them off the wall if I have to to save them. <laughs> I will do whatever it takes. They're I will like be the only funeral home with you know a deer, an antler, and a moose in them. I will do like, whatever it takes to save them. Where it's so sad where like even the lights above them where they would shine just they just have all that back area just like dark the anotracks are there just there's no lighting to show that it's sad enough they, they barely work as it is i know understanding them is so hard it's so sad honestly it's just so sad walking in you're like what happened which you know considering when you know the disney urban explorers that went places and got kicked out for long periods of time uh, the amount of shit that Disney just kind of walls off and leaves is not a trivial amount. And no. some of the shit you sit there and go, why did you do this? Like the DVC members lounge. Half the shit from the fun side of the Imagination Pavilion is still up there. Yes, it is. It's just, just there. Off for some unknown reason. Body wore as much. Well, there ain't much left now. No, there wasn't. But for a while, we're just oh, we're just gonna put a wall in front of it. That's it. How how about in, in Disneyland when you're in Winnie the Pooh? When you, I think it's the Heffalump Room. If you enter and turn around, there's the three heads just there, just there. Ah, we'll just leave them as an Easter egg. I'm pretty sure when they did Wind in the Pooh, I would not be surprised if there's Mr. Toad stuff just there behind the wall. There is. That that's there is. Yeah. Yeah. It it's by stuff I mean like the entire attraction. Hey, how long for a very long time Food Rocks just laid. And also Cranium Command. I'd still like to know who's I like to know who actually like grabbed the kid or whatever the, the, that whole story where they just like watch. Has anyone checked John Stamos's house? Fairly sure, certain yeah. has it. I'm I'm sure. Listen, and I'm all for that. It's just one of those. Unfortunately, listen, Country Bears. We all know their days. As much as I love them, we all know their days are numbered. It's just a matter of time. Frankly. The amount of times I've heard of Speedway going is scary. The fact that that well, is still around. I thought I thought they were turning Speedway into Tron. They were going to turn that that whole like because you have there, the Tron lights. That there I heard was them. a there was a talk of just demolish. Somehow the Speedway is Teflon. Um, listen, I'm surprised Stitch reopens at all, and they're just just like take down the sign. It's gone. Till we know what to do with it, it's there. Goodbye. I am still just perennially shocked that, you know, the Speedway in Tomorrowland, they've yet to figure out a way to put some 
alternative fuel go-kart in there. Nope. Yeah. These are going to run off the dirtiest smelling gas you've ever smelled. And I'm surprised no one reached out to Elon Musk to do some something with the Speedway presented by Tesla and people drive oh. all like... Oh, like God, no. Car. Do you know how much that attraction would cost with Elon attached? Not te- not like driving a Tesla, but, you know, like driving electric vehicles or something. I stand by what they said. No, no, I'm not talking about electric. I'm just talking about Elon involved. Well, it's yeah. only going to cost us $1.8 trillion to do this. I like that. I love it. I love Elon. Don't get me wrong, but the Simpsons episode makes fun of him for a reason. Yeah. Look, he doesn't know how to save money. That that's that's his own world. He's like a modern. He's like a, a real life Iron Man, except less cool. Except you know, without the iron suit. Yeah, without the iron suit, he just has. He's, he's more. Have, he's Batman. He's, more like a, the, he's Batman without the darkness. No, he's just, he's, just, he's Tony Stark. That's what it is. He's just Tony Stark. Howard. Tony, because he makes way more money. Twitter makes him Tony. That's yeah. True. But I think on that incredible bombshell, this is a great point to end for tonight. Unless anyone else has some good Disney stuff. Bruce, do you have any Horror Nights updates? Uh, I don't have a Horror Nights update, but what I have, um, I actually follow Julie Zimmerman, one of the co-creators of Halloween Horror Nights, on Instagram. I reached out to her from something she had put up. Um, for our Horror Nights fans out there, coming this October, look for it. Julie Zimmerman wrote a book. I reached out to her on Instagram and she responded. She wrote a book about creating horror nights. So I will inform you. Um, the permits are out there. We are just, we don't have dates yet, but we are getting close every, we're a week from, we're less than a week from March. And I, I have a feeling March is going to be when we're finally going to find out more information. So just hold on, folks. It's not that much longer. There's just some speculation. You could talk Texas Chainsaw. I doubt that. But if you ha- also, there's my PSA. If you haven't seen Texas Chainsaw on Netflix, was, don't read the reviews. Oh, just watch it. I, just I watch was it. Just, I was just going to say, Bruce, I watched it. My God, was that fantastic. What a good movie, though. And people like, you know, the people want to nitpick this. First off, we've had way worse Texas Chainsaw movies and sequels and whatnot. Second, that's, it was just a, just, it's just a fantastic time. It is something. Brian, what a fun movie that is. That, that, yeah, that yeah. was. Without spoilers, what about that opening kill? That was good. Yeah. That was really good. I, I, I mean, it, you want to talk about. It, it reminded me of Halloween, like you know when they when they redid that, like the, the story bringing back Laurie Strode and like doing the whole Halloween Halloween kills. I mean, it's this is a twenty years later from the first movie. This you know? is decidedly a continuation of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I know what you mean about being like Halloween, but it, it, this is just a Texas Chainsaw done for a. Well, not, the, that's what I'm saying though. I love this whole nostalgia where they really they really cut to the core of the original and they make it modern. 
Like well, I, I love this. I love you know what? what Hollywood is doing with these movies. Spoiler alert! I'm just gonna put it up there because we have you seen it. No, she's not gonna see it. So I can talk about. It. Spoiler alert! I loved. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler! I loved when she's talking to him, and from her, I, I actually had to watch it two and uh, second and third time to really get the grasp of. She's talking to him, and she's getting upset that how come you don't remember me? And the fact that she doesn't get from her standpoint. We know that he's got mental problems, and we we're see, she just thinks he's a psycho who tortured her fr friends and family. Now, yes, there's family in there. As much as he's a terrible, terrible character, Franklin counts as family. We're all happy Franklin dies. No one likes Franklin. Sorry, it's just horror truth. I was at the drive-thru watching this. People were honking their horns of the original when Franklin got killed, okay? But I just love the fact that she was so upset that he doesn't even remember me. Now, is that the original actor who played Leatherface that, in this one? No. Gunnar Hansen is dead. Okay. What about the woman? That is, is her. That is Sally. That's the original Sally that's, Hardesty. That's the original Sally? Mm -hmm. I thought the original Sally died at like 26 or something. I, I thought she had... No, I'm pretty sure that's the original Sally. Are you sure? Yeah. Leatherface is dead. I know for a fact Gunnar Hansen is dead. Take a quick look. I thought that was the original Sally Hardesty. I'm I'm DMB in this right now because she I mean she looks familiar but I'm like I thought the original Sally like died back like in the late seventies early. Unfortunately, people who make horror movies do not do have don't have a track record of. No, that's not the original. Sally. It's not okay. I thought it was the original so Sally. Me... The last Texas Chainsaw was Texas Chainsaw 3D. Oof. All right, let me look here at the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Marilyn Burns was the original one. Okay. She died, all right, she died in 2014. All right. Okay. So I thought I thought I read it was the original one. Doesn't matter. Uh, you know what? I thought I read that. It was a clickbait article. It must have just meant it's the original woman from... Doesn't matter. Um, I thought it was the original one. Doesn't... I'm happy to be wrong. This, this is eerie. So I'm on IMDb. So... Burns. Her date was, you know, 2014. She died August 5th, 2014 in Houston, Texas by natural causes. That's no. creepy. That's creepy. Oh. The original Sally. Texas by natural causes. Now that is creepy. Or irony or however you want yeah. to look at it. I actually, now that you say it, I don't think any of that original cast is still with us. Even Toe okay. Cooper's gone. Um... Really? Oh, Toad Whoop was long gone. Oh, he died a while ago. Three, wow. four years? Mm. I know that this is, to me, that's a long time. Uh, I know some people that, well, I'm like, oh, he's at least four or four years dead. No, no, Toad Whooper is definitely dead. Toad Whooper passed away. I know people are criticizing it because it's. Folks, nothing's going to be the original. The original is one of my favorite no. horror movies of all. It's just impossible to cap. And also, it's impossible to capture the original. If you truly read, he actually, uh, Gunnar Hansen. I think Gunnar, I think it was Gunnar. Somebody wrote a book about making the original. Uh, if you truly knew what they did on that set, it was, that had to be horrific. It was horrific to make. Um, but if you haven't watched on Netflix, I encourage you, just 
going open-minded. It's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre for a new age. It's good. To the extent the director even said to be called the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I have to up the ante. I can't just kill five people. That's ridiculous. I gotta kill more than that. Yeah. Gotta kill a whole town. Um, Let me ask you this. So I also started watching Chucky. Fantastic. Isn't it so good? That's that's what I'm saying. Like, with all these, like, nostalgia, like, things that we grew up with. The sad part is, Chucky's not even nostalgia. It's still continuing the same plot. That's true. That's true. You're right. It's scary. That is the only horror franchise that has continually followed the same plot since the 80s. All right. So let me ask you this. So we have Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We have Chucky. They just released the Halloween film. If you were to basically revamp or or do what what they're doing with these with these horror films, these franchises, one that hasn't been in like what what would you do? Like what like if you had the if you had the reins to to, to create something. Which one would you go with? Well, part of the problem here is we have legal issues. There's a specific reason a certain franchise hasn't come back. It's because it's almost done. Now, there's obviously we have Hellraiser, which is almost is through. There's things coming to Hellraiser. Friday the 13th. I'm just saying, Friday the 13th been tied up. Frankly, what would I do? I would knock on his door and I'd ask him. I'd ask Robert himself, what's it going to take? Mr. Yeah. England, yeah. one I more would... tie with the glove. I just want one more. That's... Imagine this. Imagine. I don't actually know if she's still alive. Uh, is it Heather Lankaber? I think she was the original Nancy. Nancy. Yeah, I think it's Heather yeah, Lankaber. Still alive. Yeah, okay. still alive. I don't want one of this meta. I don't need this meta stuff. One more. Freddie and Nancy. The final showdown. They're doing. I know people say what's stealing from Halloween. Talent borrows, genius steals. One more. I want. He said he won't. I would love if that one's what I would love as a fan because that's he's my favorite. I'm a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan, and I love Fred. I love Freddy. I'd love to see that. Um, but a horror franchise, I'd like to take a reboot of. Like, I mean, do you see how, like, what they did with, like, Scream and, you know, you have, like, well, like, Texas Chainsaw on Netflix. Like, just anything. Like, if you were to, if, if, if they gave you the reins and be like. Ooh. To be fair, Texas Chainsaw, by the way, so you know. I probably might already know. That was not a Netflix film. Netflix, that fell in Netflix's lap. That was right. supposed to hit movie theaters. Oh, I Netflix, know that. Netflix just happened to be like, yes, we'll we will it. take yeah. you on. No problem. Yeah. But no, um, you know what I mean, though. Like that, like how they're just bringing these back, and it, yes, it, it's the metas are involved too. But like, if you were, if they were just like, here's money, what do you want to do? Do it. I stumped them. I stumped them. No, it's not stumped. It's here's the thing. There's one movie. First impression, just the first one that pops in, just. Well, here's the thing. You have to know me. There's one movie I would like seeing redone in the 21st century style with the 21st century cast. Modern things and modernize it a little bit. 
I think it's time for an army of tomatoes to rampage the world. And I thought I we would were getting clowns. What? I thought we were getting clowns. I just want a sequel. I don't need a redo. Please, ladies and gentlemen, just mail the studio like I have. I just want a sequel to Killer Clouds. Anyway, <laughs> I think it would be fantastic, and I think it would work with a modern audience. I just want to see a modernized version because the first one's hard to watch, admittedly. The sequel's yeah. a lot better with George introducing George Clooney and everything. Um, it would either be, it would either be Attack the Killer Tomatoes or a true, true redo of Leprechaun. That was the other one I was thinking of. I, I Leprechaun's was, a good I was... Leprechaun. Listen, there's a lot of good ones out there to choose from. Um, I would really like a modern day Leprechaun. Um, not none of this origin stuff here. To redo it, did you want to redo? You want to continue or something? The problem, the problem with the Leprechaun always though, you have if not Warwick Davis, it's kind of dead in the water. He, he's oh just no, you, you have to, to bring him back. Yeah, I mean I, Warwick Davis yeah. would be he he would do it in a heartbeat. I mean if it's I one of those, say. he could do it. I'm not saying he couldn't do it, but tempting him back might be hard. Um, but I would I would welcome Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. If you're going hard, listen, there's certain ones you could try. Tre I, I can't say that. I'm sorry. Tremors is done. They've, they've ended yeah. Tremors. Um, Tremors. At the, spoiler alert, Bert dies. That's it. Tremors over. Bert kills himself in the best, most Bert way possible. Um, See... And I'm unless you bring back Kevin, field. unless you bring back Kevin Bacon, that's the only like. Bert was, but Bert was the heart and soul. Kevin Bacon might have been there. Yeah. Bert Gummer was the heart and soul of Tremors. I literally watched it with a tear in my eye. But I was like, "What's wrong?" They're like, I just watched the end of my childhood. Goodbye, Bert. I salute you. And I'm going to come out of left field. I am going to give an answer. Okay. It's a rare day I give an answer. To you, know what? Movie. you know what? Some days I'm here to chew bubblegum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubblegum. Only, there's only one problem with that. Piper's dead. What? Well, Piper's dead. That's... <laughs> there's multiple problems with that then. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. <laughs> What's oh your problem with it? No, I actually, that was, I was going to say that, no, Piper said that was actually going to be my problem. <laughs> I just said that, I was like, no problem, I just too, like, no, that was my problem, never mind. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's the answer. I don't know who you cast for him. I, I, the, it, the, a lot of issue that comes down with horror movies, I'm I'm just trying to think of ones that are due for a because horror movies tend to come back constantly. I'm, I am trying to think of one to give the Halloween treatment to. Obviously, Freddy comes to mind. We've had Scream. Yeah. We, they tried. I know what you did last summer. They tried it with Saul with Chris Rock. That failed. With Spiral. that was not a continuation though. That was inspired by. It's not a terrible movie. It's just terrible in the sense that it, it doesn't. I knew the... from spoilers. I knew from the beginning it was the partner. <laughs> like just by. I'm just sorry. You mean you're taking the the actor who's coming off a hot turn in a Handmaid's Tale? And uh, come on, it don't take a genius here. I didn't. Spiral was okay. It's nothing fantastic. Um, I kind of want Gremlins. 
Ask me again in three months. Tell us talk about Gremlins in three months. I'm I've been hearing heavy rumors of horror nights for Gremlins, but I'll believe it when I see it at this point. Like I, I just the idea that if twenty first century Gremlins, they think they the Gremlins three is legitimate option. I'm not kidding. They're talking about it heavily. There's heavy rumors. Just like I honestly. If you asked me this question last year, the answer would be simple. I wouldn't have thought a question about it. Hellraiser. Hellraiser, Hellraiser, oh, Hellraiser. Yeah, Hellraiser, but yeah. Since we're getting things on the Hellraiser front, I'm just trying to think. Listen, Dozer's not wrong. We all know I'd welcome any kind of killer clowns, anything. I, I would love I would love to see a 21st century killer clown. Like, and it, it seems kind of... Too much, but give me Roland Emmerich doing Attack of the Killer Clowns. <laughs> like, give me the guy from Independence Day to do Killer Clowns. The thing with Killer Clowns, we were this close to Killer Clowns too. We were that close, but they under-budgeted them for sci-fi. Damn you! Uh, but Killer Clowns could only be on with the Kyotos. If the Kyotos on board, I'm not on board. It's simple as that. Um, just trying to think of this as the horror franchise. Even like. Ridley Scott, I, I don't, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but when he did Prometheus, I loved that movie. Ridley like, Scott's a little busy with Raised by Wolves. True, but the idea that like Prometheus was this like fantastic sci-fi origin, somewhat Scientology, that loosely tied into the alien world but it wasn't a xenomorph but it was concept of evolution like it, it had elements but it was its own thing the and then they came out with covenant and i just liked covenant a lot but the problem with alien at this point because again we're talking alien alien unless they're whatever sequels they're planning the covenant alien is there's certain movies and again i'm thinking a continuation from the first Again, because that's what we're talking about here in a way. I, I just, I'm sorry. Untouchable. It just, Alien and Aliens yeah. are untouchable. There's certain ones, Jaws is an untouchable movie. Oh, right yeah, that. No, there's no, certain movies, I'm like, can't. I'm sorry. Alien, you can't, I, you can't say, well, we're going to make Aliens not happen. No, untouchable. All these movies are untouchable because we have forgotten the one thing that have made all these horror movies great back in the day that we can't get our past that we can't replicate it for some odd reason you doing shit off camera hiding what's happening making it more scary by not showing the goddamn monster the whole thing well that yeah. that's a hundred percent true it just yeah. but uh, uh, aliens uh, that's a hundred percent true the problem is a lot of these texas chainsaw now he says you didn't delete the rest of the movies. It's up to you to decide it, what you think happened and didn't. Alien right. and Aliens. Uh-oh. Yeah. You can cut Alien 3. I, you can't tell. I, I would not touch them. I agree. The whole, what made them scary was the unknown. Um, I agree with you. You know, Predator kind of had that that concept because the first Predator with Arnold, you never really yeah, There's also saw... a Predator prequel coming. Don't forget that. I, it's still a live franchise. There's one that would be interesting. Did I'm trying to remember, did Arnold die in the first movie? Oh, it's on Pluto. You remember if Arnold died? I don't think he did. 
Get to the chopper. I don't remember if he died after that. I mean, the dude has been cashing in on this Terminator franchise that for a film that, like, for all these sequels can never work. I know he's older, he's retired, he shouldn't be acting, he should just be enjoying living in his house with his pet donkeys. But, cars. but I mean, like, that wouldn't be a bad idea to at least have him as, like, a mentor or, like, part of an X-Force or something. The Predator's there, and he's going to kick ass again with the guy. Hell, give me a film with Chris Pratt and Arnold Schwarzenegger against the Predator. I'd see that. No, please no with Chris Pratt. Stop I'm shoving him down the I'm just, I'm just saying father and son-in-law. Like, you know. I, just saying. I, I, I truthfully don't... Because because... On the flip side, Jurassic World Dominion. I mean, you want to talk about films that touch our heart as kids. They dropped that magnificent trailer and that money shot with, what, uh, Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, and, like, a few other cast all in one shot. Well, yeah, I would like to sum up my, my father's thoughts on seeing that while watching the Super Bowl. Oh, my Lord, I would not have recognized Laura Dern if she didn't speak. Well, but still, though, like, that film, and, like, the way how I'm pretty sure is going to be the final chapter of the franchise, um, the way how they just sold it to me, like, it, it just, it, it had those feelings. It had the nostalgia. It had the continuation of the first movie. Like, it, it, ha- it, it had all the checkpoints. And it's like, there's another franchise where it's like, it doesn't have to be a horror film, but they did it right. You know what I mean? Like, it just, they tied them together, and I don't know, like, it's... Frankly, I think Universal's starting to get a leg up of Disney, in my honest opinion, overall. With their, just their content and everything. It, it just... I don't disagree on that. I'm not a huge Jurassic Park fan. I watch them because I like dinosaurs, and they're entertaining enough. Um, like, it's funny. You know what? You know what? Here's one. I got it. I got this. I got the sequel, horror sequel we need. I got what everybody needs. It's just the one we're all been waiting for. Final Destination Six, baby. <laughs> oh my god! I love those movies, and I would those are good. Those are with good. open arms. That's I'd say a purge, but we, I'm not a purge. Where there's always an option here at this point. Um, I just did a quick fun. list of horror franchises, and we just looked through it. I'm like, I just couldn't quit. I'm like, let me see what the ones are listing. Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Saw, Final Destination, Scream, Alien, Child's Play, Hellraiser, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Exorcist, one of the works, Jaws, we just talked about. I, it's just funny that we just had a candy man, that out of the <laughs> Yeah, we just had a candy man, yeah, we just had one. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I will say, again, spoiler alert, um... He's not in it as much. Tony Todd does not. Hey, I got a sequel. I got a sequel for you. Bones with Snoop Dogg. Listen. listen. Called Back in the Hood. Well, see, you can't say Back in the Hood because the Leprechaun already took that when he goes back to the Hood. The Leprechaun's place he's only liked so much he's gone back to twice. Well, 
But Once. two, but I'll just say back in the hood. You could say that. You could say it, but still. When you're talking about the hood, the leprechaun went to the hood and he liked it so much he decided to go back. It's the the leprechaun has gone back to a second time. And he's been in space. First we can cash in on another franchise. He already did Coming to America. We can do uh, Vampire in Brooklyn too. We can do a sequel to a Vampire in Brooklyn. Do something like a Vampire in Harlem. You're all on the right track. But you got to remember, you got to capitalize on recent deaths to really make one of these work well. Yeah. And I think it's time to get another installment in the Vampireless Stats world. I'd be here for it. Yeah. You know, some of this, like, you got to. I think that if you're looking to reinvent something, the prime time to look is the early 2000s. Because the old franchises worth rebooting have all been rebooted a thousand times at this point or are still going on. But the early 2000s, you had this time frame of bad horror movies. You yeah. do, the problem is like like you've said before you have obviously this armchair stuff you have a lot of those who are tied up in all sorts of terrible legal crap. Ooh, I got one. I got one. I got one. Dead, so. Whatever happened to I know what you did last summer? We just had an Amazon series that flopped. Oh, really? I didn't even know there was yeah. an Amazon series. Yeah, I flopped. The problem was, because unlike The Boys or Invincible, where Amazon's been, or Vox, uh, Legend of Vox Machina, where the Amazon's like, go! They really were like holding the reins and really stopping. Texas Chainsaw did not hold the reins. They really held those reins in. It just, it, it was okay. It was nothing great. Um, they canceled after one season. I can see why. Also, I know what you did last summer. We know who does it. So, yeah. It, look, I'm going to come out here and I'm just going to say we're going to make a new horror franchise because it's not going to be a existing horror franchise, but it's a new. Studio six six six. Sorry, couldn't help it's myself. It looks terrible. Franchise, and you do a horror movie done right. Based off of the flood from Halo. I'm here for it. I'm in. You got me. I'm with you. And you tie it into the current Halo series because I do not think doing enough of the flood in the series will work out well. I think they need their own thing because people who are in Halo for the action aren't going to be as enthralled with the horror aspect of the flood. And if you haven't, just... Just go back and replay Halo 1, 343, Guilty Spark, and tell me that is not like one of the pinnacles of horror gaming in a oh, non-horror yeah, game. Oh, no, yeah. that was fantastic. Because when it comes to gaming, I mean, there's certain things. I've actually, I don't know if you got, I, uh, Joseph, I know you didn't say, I know, Brian, if you saw the Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Is that, wait, the movie or the game? The new movie, the one that just came out, the recent Resident Evil movie. Oh, no. It combines the first two games in a way. It combines a couple of the games, the first two games in a way. 
Um, I agree with you, Dozer. I think that would be fantastic. The same way Resident Evil was to actually combine um, some of the other things, including Resident Evil Village, into a movie, which I think would be great. But I think The Flood would be a fantastic horror movie or even series, spin-off series from like, the show. I was going to say, like a spin-off series for the show. Or like a couple episodes. Universe. You could do a horror episode, couple episodes with The Flood. I think I agree with you. I think that would be a fantastic addition. Because the truth is, we don't get new horror franchises or ability like that. It's just the yeah. truth. Think about it. We just, just, you just said everything's old is new again they've been redoing a lot of them because there's always something new to do and think how how it can evolve over a couple series or movies because you could have that first one based more off what you know from halo one this parasite just trying to take over mm -hmm. and then the second one you can introduce the grave mind this hive mind amongst all of them find out what they were doing with all those dead bodies. Yeah. Right. Because some of them get changed, but not everybody's fit to be changed into a flood. Some of them yeah. just... Plus, it would them. finally buck the trend of horror games coming... Games translations are bad enough as it is. Horror is a whole different story. This new Resident Evil wasn't bad, but horror games, I mean, I don't tell anybody... What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on The Last of Us becoming a series on HBO? I cannot wait. First off, oh sorry, I, I know we're running long here, but I did finally finish The Mandalorian. I haven't watched Boba Fett yet, but I did finally finish The Mandalorian. Um, I cannot wait for The Last of Us to translate. I know they're going to make changes, but ladies and gentlemen, I am ready to hurt again. If you've never played or know the story of The Last of Us, we are in it together, ladies and gentlemen. I am ready to hurt. I really that can't, that, the, Both those games are amazing. <sighs> number two, the feeling. The feelings of number yeah. two are strong. Yeah. Actually watching The Mandalorian, um, watching Gina Carano, I was like, she could be Abby from Last of Us 2. Just cast her now. Yeah. So, before we get off, Real, real quick, your overall review of The Mandalorian. It's good. There's moments. There are doesn't meet, doesn't meet the hype. Does not meet the hype. Other people, you guys have portrayed it well to me, especially Dozer. You guys have all and Brian. You guys have portrayed it well to me, and I, I liked it. I did. I did enjoy it. Um, but other people, have I does not meet the hype from other other people. Have said it's enjoyable. I wish somebody warned me about episode three of season two but i mean hey whatever i may what have heard you back when i first watched it. you might have warned me i do what even i think you might what have. happened in episode three of season two i don't even remember okay opening they get to the planet he's eating soup an octopus jumps on Grogu's face oh yeah the whole lot of the rest of the episode happens the very end of the episode i think i'm safe when it appears when it climbs on the ship and appears on the screen before Grogu eats it i literally was watching the episode like this i'm like are you kidding me the entire time i said definitely the whole time the whole time um i'd like the series overall i really did i like that they got a lot of people in it shout out Bill Burr. Oh, Bill yeah, Burr yeah. doing some fantastic work here. It's that just funny. Monologue. I just finished F is for Family, which is a show on Netflix, which is, I think, it's an animated show, but it's, it, it does a lot of real world stuff the right way. I just finished F is for Family with the final season. And he starts talking like, oh, Frank Murphy. Oh, Bill Burr, I love you. 
but like that little monologue that he talks about, he, he's pretty much an Imperial officer with PTSD. I'm like, damn, did that episode really touch, like, pinch Good stuff. The, the back end of both seasons are fantastic. Um, I like what they did. I, but, however, the real props have to go to the villain. The Giancarlo Esposito has crafted an entire higher career of being the bad guy for a freaking reason. Ghosts on Breaking Bad. This, this Ghosts on Breaking Bad, he's done other things. He's done in Bo The Boys. He's done plenty of stuff. But that man, that the whole, hmm, this is interesting. I'm like, oh, what you? Then he does this whole monologue. I'm like, ah, oh, you freaking genius. They casted I you. I love you. I, um, I, th I think... He's gonna be like the main villain in the Mandalorian series. Like down the, he's gonna come back. He should be. Because you don't you the one thing you should not want to is kill him off until you have to. Breaking Bad, when they killed him off, they did it at the right time in the best way possible. If you guys didn't watch Breaking Bad, just when you think that jerkass is gonna live how did he survive he fixes his tie half his face is gone and he falls down bravo when they moff gideon we're not seeing them in the moff gideon here because giancarlo Reposito has just begun to monologue to us yeah. i love him i can't i'm so happy I ha but i think the cast they got is fantastic um I do, I will, I will watch Book of Boba Fett. I know what we talked about last time. I will watch it eventually. Um, a little tepid. I know other people have told me I won't like Book of, they said, you didn't love Mandalorian. I don't think you like Book of Boba Fett. We'll see. Who knows? Like I, like I said, with Book of Boba Fett, it, it is very bait and switch. Like it's Boba Fett for all of like half the show. And then the second half is Mandalorian season three. I, which I don't care for personally because I get it, but just give me Mandalorian season three then. I digress. Um, I, I am glad I watched Mandalorian finally, but it, I, I my personal assessment as a, I like Star Wars, I don't love it, is that it, it's good, but it does not meet this. Uh, I'll be up. I knew the big reveal at the end of season two with Luke. I knew that. Get to it! I freaking know it! Just get to it already! How long am I watching of this episode of doing this? Just get to it! The one thing I will say about Boba Fett, you will appreciate the Western. Because it is like, the Western. whole the whole season, it is a straight, like, love letter to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, the entire show is a Which, love letter to Clint. I do love my Westerns. I, like, I will say, like, even Mandalorian, when I saw that ship come in, I'm like, oh, I know who that is. I know that ship when it's flying straight. I know that's Boba. Uh, I was yeah. minor character. Not every... That goes back to what I said at the beginning of the show, folks too much not everything needs its own thing there's too much star wars it's just too much for me yep but i want i want my obi-wan trailer just give me my obi-wan trailer yeah you're gonna the have to watch that before i even attempt to watch one episode because i am really not excited for obi-wan i have no i see no point in it personally <laughs> i'm just wondering Especially because I think it comes out around the time of She-Hulk. And, well, <laughs> we all know I'm watching that. May 25th, it launches. And I'm like, we don't have a trailer. We got a trailer for Doctor Strange, which is looks fantastic, by the way. Uh, and, wait, 
Speaking, hey, speaking of horror, this is officially Marvel's first horror movie as the MCU is involved. There were other Marvel films in the past, like Blade and all that stuff, but this is their first horror movie. <coughs> horror. Quote, unquote. Here's horror. the thing with that. Here's the thing with that. And not surprised, but, you know... We have the master, the absolute modern master. I don't care what anyone says. You can pull out Jordan Peele's name all you want. We have the master of horror, Velveeta, here. The man is good at what he does, and Sam Raimi does it well. So that's why I'm really excited for this doc. If they're saying it's a, it's a horror film, comic book horror film, well, like... We haven't- the trailers really haven't portrayed it as super horrific. I know they've said that, so I'm tepid on that. It's actually going to be horror. Um, well, they did touch. If you look, if you look back at the trailer, if you've seen or watched What If, the animated series, there is the one episode about the zombie Avengers. They're in this movie. There's a scene where yeah, for zombies. a second, that's going to be Bruce Campbell's cameo. I don't know the way how they're real unless I mean unless they're really trying to sell the shit out of these cameras. I've read the Marvel. I know the What If episode. I know the What If comics, and I've read all of the Marvel. But, no, I'm comics. talking about Doctor Strange. I'm thinking like I know. The multi- like it's like everyone's saying like oh because it's a multiverse, it's gonna be these like one off like five second cameo. I I think they're really gonna do this whole. I think it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a zombie thing. I think there's gonna be some. Sort there's of... a big issue with the zombie thing. They can try all they want. The zombies included everybody. We don't have everybody. Well, <coughs> they can use what they have. I think it's a, it's a limited <coughs> pool. There's certain things you can get away with with the zombies and everything. I mean, we're not gonna have we'll, the blob eating. We're not going to have the blob eating wasps. Spoiler alert in the comics. The blob actually eats the wasp, which causes Ant-Man to grow gigantic and bite off his head. Yeah, I, I think the, I personally think the zombie stuff, I think that's where the, we're going to get Bruce Campbell as Ash. That's where that would like, be, that would they, be That's fun. a direct fight to the comics. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just... I'm curious how much we're going to see of each universe here and what they're going to do. I said the last episode, my biggest fear with the movie is they're going to make it where if you didn't watch the Disney Plus series, you're left in the dark, which I think is a mistake. And I think, obviously, that's you lied to us. You told us that was not. From the get-go, you said that's not the case. You lied. Just tell us you lied. It's fine. Um, I'm excited for the movie and I will definitely see it. And I, I, I trust Sam Raimi with my heart and soul on, on any project he does. So, well, the only one off that is pretty much a given now because his voice was in the trailer was Patrick Stewart's Professor X. Well, allegedly it's Professor X, but you heard Patrick Stewart and people were like, okay, let's put two and two together. That scene where Doctor Strange in front of this council's Illuminati, if you read the comic books, the Illuminati consists of... I'm so happy the Illuminati are coming in. Well, and this is this is where I'm intrigued to see who's going to be on the council. Clearly, it's Patrick Stewart because of Professor X. But then you have, in the comic books, you have Black Bolt, 
Uh, you have Namor. You have Iron Man. You also have... Wait, who else am I missing? You have Professor X. Oh, Reed Richards. I don't think we're so, going to see Reed. I think we're going to see this. Is, to me, if anything else, this is an easy introduction to the X-Men existing. Besides oh, yeah. Monica Rambeau, who already we have, this is a br- way to bring them in. But again, all of that starts to t- skew the day. We've seen Captain Britain's shield in the trailer. We've seen all see, sorts of things that it just skews to that's the, My biggest fear is that if I haven't watched the Disney Plus series, I'm going to be lost here. Um, I hope I'm wrong. No, though. I don't think you're, I don't think you're going to because it's going to be one of those things where. Okay, let's say if Peggy we Carter. Let, let's just say though Peggy Carter's in this movie. I think for someone who hasn't seen What If, would be surprised to see. Haley Atwell reprise yeah, but the role. It's, but the problem is it's not going to make as much sense. That's the issue. It will make sense to everybody else. It's not going to make sense. You're going to start doing things. They... Fr- frankly, from the first trailer they showed, the moment he walks, Doctor Strange walks up to uh, Scarlet Witch, I, I, whatever you want to call her at this point, uh, Wanda, he walks up, we're not here to talk about Westview. If I haven't watched the show, you go, what the heck is Westview? Okay, I see. What That's you the mean. kind yeah. of stuff I think we're gonna with them having everything in those cracks. That's the and even Marvel zombies. Well, why are there zombies on the screen? If you watched what if it makes sense, if you know the comics, it makes sense. That's what I'm worried about is that it's not gonna make sense. It will yeah, make because... sense because he will explain the multiverse. I'm sure they're gonna explain it that it makes sense, but I'm afraid it's not gonna make as much sense to everybody else's heads because I truly believe this is it. I think this is how we're introducing it. This is our with Monica and Professor X. This is our this is the moment that X-Men are coming in. Uh, Get ready. And I think Fantastic Four, too, because they even teased during the whole Marvel Phase 4, the Fantastic Four logo. I think we're going to get a Reed Richards on the council. I'm fine with having Reed Richards because... a Fantastic Four dude in the trailer. I don't really care with Fantastic Four. I'm just waiting to see the mask and the cape. I know we'll see it eventually. I'm patient. I can wait. That's what I'm waiting for. We're going to... Oh, (laughs) He's coming. Doom is coming. Victor Doom. Victor Von Doom is coming. I'm patient. I can't wait. I actually, the one thing I really hope for from this movie is a lot more Baron Mordo. As I know we don't know who our central villain's going to be, and there's a lot of rumors. I do hope at the, as, as, after the end of Doctor Strange, I really hope we don't ignore Baron Mordo as more just like a one-off. I really hope he's something big in this. Well, he kind of was big at the end of the first one when he killed off the... Uh... Yeah, I know he's big at the end of the first one. I'm talking in this sequel. Uh, there's yeah. been a lot of rumors that he's actually not as heavily involved as others may think he is. I hope that's just rumor. I really... I love the actress they cast as him. Actress, actor. Ugh, sorry, spoke, spoke oh, yeah, I love the actor. They ca- I love the actor. I really, really, really like Byron Mordo as a villain. Um, I just really hope to see more of him. I'm a, I hate to say it, but I'm more into villains than I am the heroes, only because oh, yeah. a good vi- heroes only as good as the villains they're fighting. 
And that's why the Fantastic Four are so popular is because <laughs> when you're fighting Victor Von Doom, who can argue? But what I will say is somewhere, I think in the probably after credits scene, you're going to get them re-entering that Illuminati room. And there's going to be people up there, but it's not going to be the Illuminati. It's going to be the Council of Kang. Oh. Yeah. I am okay with that. We know Kang is in Quantumania. I am more than happy with Kang being a hero. I, I love who they cast as Kang. I love seeing or, Kang. I love everything about Kang existing. Or the Illuminati's the after credits scene. And the scene we saw in the trailer is... Uh, red herring for the Council of Kang. Just, just we, know, we know Kang is the upcoming big bad. We all know that. It's been a known thing for a while now. We know, like, oh, uh, Morbius is back for Loki season two. Uh, here's, here's another idea, too, because there's something else that's coming down the pipe. Post credit scene shows the Council. Same council, like we see the same actors from earlier, but they all turn into scrolls for the secret war. Maybe. Uh, here's the here's one problem with that. One big issue with that. Again, it goes back to what I said before. Now I have to have watched the movies. That's the issue here. Do I need to see the movies or do I need to see the TV show or is it both? That's the well, issue is that they told us we wouldn't have to. What do we have to do? That's my issue here. Yeah, is that I well, get that, but Secret Wars is a strictly Disney Plus idea. We've had other things in the movies with scrolls, and they're going to be involved, I'm sure. But that's the issue here to with me is what are we doing here? Are we setting up the TV series or are we setting up more movies? I think they're intertwining them because there was an interview that I just but read. But we were Kevin. told that wasn't, I that's know. my problem, that wasn't, that if they are, that they should tell us now because we were promised that wasn't going to be the case. I'm sure we are because we have She-Hulk, Kamala Khan, we have Moon Knight. We well, have... I think what happened was how much money Disney made off of Disney+. Plus. Like they had these ideas in the past to do these limited run series but then of how many subscribers signed up for Disney Plus and saw that there's these popular shows on there, like people are drawn to Loki, people are drawn to Falcon Winter Soldier, people are drawn to WandaVision, you know? I, I and, hear you. And, the, and with the movies slowly coming back, but not fully there, they kind of are in this hybrid of like, where do we go? Not to mention Kevin Feige came out and just said, there's not a we're not doing another Avengers movie like the Avengers yeah because we're doing the Young Avengers right which will probably be on Disney Plus because more people are signing up like day and day and day for Disney Plus I think Young Avengers is going to be a main title thing but again I'm fine with that but they needed to they need to tell people that's my problem the issue is one the too many shows start to potentially burst the bubble is starting to grow. The Eternals, right. to me, a potential to burst the bubbles higher than ever. But two, the people start to feel lied to, they're going to turn away. 
Right. Not to bring up Kingdom Hearts, but Kingdom Hearts. We've heard me yell about this before. Not to bring that up. I felt lied to. I'm immediately turned off by it. If I feel lied to by Marvel, I'm immediately going to be turned off. Oh, like Star Wars. Whoa, whoa, whoa. With me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I have to watch how many shows? I ain't doing that. I have to watch all of... Whoa, whoa. I have to watch the movies, TV series, and these movies? I'm out. Yeah, I mean, that is the downside with, like, these live-action shows now for Star Wars. It's like, yeah, it's cool to see Ahsoka or, like, Cad Bane, all these characters, but it's like, if you haven't watched... Ahsoka was so... Seeing her live-action was already awesome. Did such a good job. And, um, uh, uh, what's her face? Um, Rosario Dawson as... No, it was not Rosario Dawson, the other one. Um, by help me with the name here. Mm. The, the one from uh, the one from Rebels. It was, the, it was the one with. Oh the, no! The, oh, you're, you're talking about the bounty, uh, the other Mandalorian, the girl. Yeah, the other Mandalorian. She was from Rebels. Ahsoka was from Clone Wars. Seeing them live action, uh, Rosario Dawson did great. And the one from Rebels, just playing the voice actress. I, well, and that was just, I know it's crazy. They actually had the voice actors play the same. Yeah, that's mm, genius. Which, 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 was that? That's the kind of stuff I like. But again, it starts to. As much as I'm excited for She-Hulk, Moon Knight, I'm sure I'm going to enjoy She-Hulk and Ms. Marvel. I'm really excited for those are characters I like. Jersey, Jersey Pride, baby. Uh, well, with, with, and see, here's the thing. So with Miss Marvel. She actually debuted in Doctor Strange. In the multiverse. Yeah. She's in multiverse? Ah, see? They lied. Those jerks. Feige lied. Feige lied to us. Come on. It's like, from what I've been reading and hearing, it's her and Doctor Strange team up in this movie. Boo! I hate being lied to. Yeah, she Kamala Khan. This is where she makes her starring debut. Is in Boo. Doctor Strange. Boo! In the multiverse of madness, though, so. because that was the one thing I was like, wait, I thought Miss Mar. I'm like, oh, there's the connection. She starts in Doctor Strange. Love Kamala Khan. Boo! Don't lie to me. I think we are still complicating the fact that what Feige meant was you can watch the movies, you can enjoy the movies, Yeah, you will still enjoy them. You, will you get the Max thing? No. But guess what? That's how it's always been with all it's the less about, It's less about the movies and more about the TV shows to me. But it's the same thing. It's, if, it's, like, it's like comic books, dude. Think of it like comic book issues. Also, like, nobody... He, but he flat out said, you can watch one, you can watch the other, you don't have to have both of the enjoyment. I, I I know what you're saying, but it sounds to me like you're gonna have to watch no. both to really get the maximum enjoyment. You won't, because people, most people aren't looking at it as in depth as we are. That's the thing. A lot of people aren't looking at it in depth. They aren't looking at the deeper meaning in Loki. They're not looking but again the fact that in the trailer if i have never seen if i have never seen this in the trailer of it i'm not talking about the events of westview well what the fuck are westview let me ask you this spider-man no way home are you telling me that that film can't 
be a standalone Spider-Man movie that you actually have to watch all Tobey Maguire films. All of the yeah, two. I'm. I'm. Yes, I'm, Doc, Doctor, Doctor. Having Doctor Octopus there means nothing. People could probably enjoy it, but to an extent, they're going to be going. Well, who's this? Well, he's from a different universe. Well, who is he? But they explained it in the movie. That's what I'm saying. Like as a standalone film, No Way Home holds up as a film. You don't have to. Watch no Way Home doesn't hold up as a standalone <laughs> film. It's the end of a trilogy. Well. Okay. In the That's what I'm getting of, at. All right. In the in the Tom Holland trilogy, it works. You don't have to see five other Spider-Man films to know what's going on in this movie. You just have to watch No Way or Far From Home, the, the movie before. After credit scene, who the heck is Venom? That's After the kind of stuff. Don't count. What? After you can't really base it off the after credit scene. Like they just. They're gonna see it. I don't see how I personally don't get how that doesn't count. It all counts. So okay, so post credit one post credit scene that no one's touched based on was um it was one of the X Men films. It was was it Days of Future Past? Was it Apocalypse? Ugh, one of them had a post credit scene with essentially. Sinistro's company with uh, vials of mutant DNA. That was the last we saw that. Yeah, terrible. Never read Captain Marvel. Infinity Wars after credit scene means nothing to me. Like, it's always been that way. There's always been other... I, get, I see what you mean about that, that but more, more to my point. More to my point. I get what you're saying. I do. I get it. Oh, but that's, a, but that's the little stuff that's going to burst the bubble. That you're going to have people that are going to feel. I, again, I, I, I get what you're saying. I truly do get that. But you told us we didn't have to, and I know what you mean. Well, I, you're twisting his words. I get that. That's fine. The bubble will be burst at some point. When yeah. does it happen? We all know that's going to happen. It's always been going to happen. It's just what does it? I think this one could do it. No. I hope not. I I think this is still going to be too good of a film to do it. Yeah. I trust Sam Raimi at the helm. I'm just saying, I'm not saying what I believe. I'm just saying this is what I can see happening. Because they're trying to combine everything into one, like you said, I fought, and I have no problem with that. But it's the way you originally said it. Well, you're not going to really have to. Anything that happens in the shows happens in the shows. Anything in the movies happens in the movies. The fact that we have already mentioned a show in the movie trailer, right there to me says you have to watch them both. No, it doesn't. Because we have already tried this more or less two separate universes existing in the same universe. And it's doesn't really work or make sense. I'm not saying it. I, I'm, I'm not arguing with you. I agree with you. I'm with you 100%. I'm going off of what the man said. And you have to think, the people that are actually going to be looking for these more in-depth things that you're going to get from seeing both of them, they're the people that were already going to watch both of them. Probably. Right. The people who are just watching the movies, they're not looking for this stuff. And it's going to be fine because they're not going to know there's more they're missing. 
See, and I'm kind of on the spectrum of going in and being surprised of what I wasn't expecting to see that I remembered from my past watching those films or watch like, not like. Not I'd like rather be surprised. I don't want to know the spoilers that have been out there. I'd rather be completely surprised by everything. Like, frankly, I just want, like, Deadpool to walk across the screen, uh, screen like, Bigfoot going high and just, like, uh, just, like, a random shot of Deadpool just out of nowhere. I just, just want like, Deadpool to be in every single movie and thing they do. TV doesn't matter. I think Ryan Reynolds should contractually appear in everything they do. A Deadpool like, cameo should replace the Stan Lee cameo. Yes, 100%. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. Absolutely. He fits. It, yeah. That would, Especially that would with multiverse, with them opening up X Men, he fits a hundred percent. I agree. Well, Deadpool cameos fit a hundred percent. And I just want, and I, and the scene that I want to have happen, I don't think Disney will allow it, but you never know. I want something where like Strange is fighting someone or something or himself, so like the whatever, and they jump through these like quick like multiverse like portals just like jumping through for the special effects and then one comes across a bathroom where Deadpool's like taking the shit <laughs> it's just like they're on the crapper and they're just like fighting <laughs> just like walking either by. he's taking a shit or he's making he's shit something very Deadpool or he, or he's got yeah. the little hand <laughs> he's sitting like there he, he is ignoring everything that's going on around him as this whole battle's going on you see him quickly just pull out a gun, blindly shoot a zombie or something, and it just keeps going. Like something, something that exactly. I'm with you on all accounts because something strictly Deadpool. Again, the only reason it has to be something taking a crap could work in the restroom. Jacking off doesn't really. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I think that'd be hysterical. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. I agree with those are just a cool. You do it more. You flash back to like a scene from Deadpool 1. They're in a big fight and all of a sudden these other guys fight in and you just hear him go. I forget the director's name. Hey! They're not supposed to be here! Oh! Exactly. Break the fourth wall. Be, exactly. That would be. They would this bring isn't in, in the um, what, Yeah, the director of Deadpool, Tim something. I forget. Oh, yeah. I know you're talking. Do like a. Yeah. Oh my god, that'll be yeah. I like I, that. I, 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 I cannot work under these. I'm out. I can't work under these conditions. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, cool with all of that. I'm cool with anything they want to do. Again, I'm not. I just am worried that they're gonna start. I I agree with you, Dozer. I know what you mean. I'm with you. I hear you. I just personally believe that's the stuff that's gonna lead to the demise. It it is, but to also a degree, if you are going to have the TV shows be anything more than these street-level heroes and villains, yeah, you need to... There needs to be explanations or they need to be there. Like, if you have super-powered super people and all of a sudden New York is under attack, we need to know why they're not there. Yeah, right. I like well, I, I like what they've been doing. I just kind of curious how we're going to go forward. I do believe like certain things. I I truly believe we're going to see Jeffrey Jones and 
I said this at the get-go. Jessica Jones is going to be in She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. Think of it this way. This is how I view it. You are not going to need to know each universe, but they are going to be on these moving lines. That Yes, occasionally they are going to come very close to intersecting but then there's going they're going to gap again and like it's just going especially into something like the multiverse of madness the multiverse of madness i I take a lot of that as a grain of salt yeah i would be more concerned if this is a going concern in and i'm going to make up a movie or no i'm not going to make up a movie if this is a going concern in black panther 2 right and all of a sudden, I need to know the backstory of Loki and every other one. That's where it's going to be a concern. Multiverse of Madness, I am fairly certain they're doing a good job of establishing anything can fucking happen. Right. I don't disagree with you. Well, first off, let's be honest. Black Panther 2 is literally Black Panther 2, the search for a Black Panther. what the plot is. <laughs> Like, from what I've read, I'm like, okay, okay, so we're looking for Black Panther. Yeah. I'm here for it, don't get me wrong. I, I Look, I picked on a movie. I was initially going to say Captain America 4, like... Uh, well, Captain... Well, that's a whole other set of... Well, Again, we already know the hey, plot is Sam has to earn the right. I was going to say, for... For a Captain America 4 movie, I know that's the plot, but I want to see... I re- it's crazy, but I want to see the movie where Steve Rogers has to return the Infinity Stones back where they came from, Everybody and the idea, and the idea that he has to like go back and like confront Red Skull. He has to return a stone that didn't exist, really. Yeah, he has to somehow take a stone and turn it back into an ether, into a right. and get it in someone's blood, like. That's what I'm saying, like, excuse, excuse me, madam, but I have to inject this thing. <laughs> I am 100% under the belief that we are going to follow the comics here. It, not the comic, where I want to. That we are going to see Steve Rogers, Chris Evans and Steve Rogers again. This is a comic storyline. We will see it again. He is not yeah. done. It's happened in the comics. I would personally love Steve Rogers to be the head of Hydra in the comics, but... Ah, the sleeper cell agent. Hey, it's hey, the multiverse of madness. Anything can happen. Game was enough. Yeah. The little. No, the multiverse of madness. I want Spider-Man to be taken over by Doctor Octopus. Okay. There's been heavy rumors that Tom Cruise is Iron Man. That would be, but see, that's one of those things. Like that's a joke that you're only getting. If right. you have the full details that, yeah, that's who they wanted originally. Yeah. Right. Just like but, in a completely different universe, in the new Halo TV series, Dr. Halsey and Cortana are different people, people and Dr. Right. Halsey is British, and Cortana isn't, and that's how they wanted it in the initial game. Yes. Right. Then I agree. It's a deep cut. Listen, you're not going to know it unless you know no, right. your casting history of a movie. Right. I, I'm still, I'm still a little perturbed that we're going to see Master Chief's face. 
I am not because that was always going to happen in, in the game. No, never happened. Really? Really? It's always going to happen in a filmed media. Oh, oh no, I'm not perturbed seeing his face. I'm perturbed that I I want something more to go off of. I, I want I want to know what he's going to look like ahead of time so I can prepare. Because I have an idea of what Master Chief looks like, and he's not going to be that. Well, here here's the problem. Like, people are going to see his face. We're going to see his face. There's already media of where we see his face. Because they already did a movie based off of Bleach. Where he I know, training. I know, but with this, I'm like, I have an idea of what I think he's gonna look like. I just don't think he's gonna look like that. Well, I, I just, the actor I love... his name is Pablo. He's a lot more Hispanic than you expected. Oh no, that's actually what I'm expecting. But I'm expecting more scars on his face. That I think is what we're it, gonna get. It. I will say because they're gonna do this, and there have been several interpretations of the Master Chief right now. If he is. Any tanner than Seamus, they've done it wrong. Purely because this man has lived in his suit. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. same problem with the Mandalorian, but we can look past it because it's a different universe. Yeah, and, and just when they said we're going to see what his helmet, I'm like, oh, can we at least get a description of what they want to do here? Just because, like, I have an idea in my head of what I've seen him in the British movie. I have an idea in my head of what I'm expecting, but I'm like, I just want to just be more prepared. That's all. The books write him out, and it's not what we're going to get in the series, but the books write him out to be a shockingly much older than you expect. Right. Very pale, almost fragile-looking man. See, that doesn't surprise me. I'm expecting maybe some facial scars. It's just, I'm just curious of what they want this Master Chief to look like. I don't, I, that's what they said. That. I'm like, but what is this Master Chief going to look like? What has me concerned is we have an actor named Pablo playing him. And I've seen, I've seen Pablo. He's, you know, he has beautiful facial hair, beautiful black hair. And the other mediums where they have portrayed Master Chief's face... He's blonde hair, blue eye, like yeah. quintessential. That, that that unfortunately is colorblind casting right there. We have no. Uh... I, I'm just saying what they've portrayed him as, and I'm oh, not. No, I agree. I'm with you. From a fucking plant we've never heard of. And we just, I, I honestly, it was more. I was surprised they're doing this as a season one thing. I thought for sure that'd be a thing. Once they like season two, I'm like they're not going to show his face in season one. That's a season two. Reveal. So, here's what you're going to have. And I do agree, it's a season two reveal or it's an end of season one reveal like Florian. Yeah. But you have the issue that he is going to be with other Spartans. Yeah. Who are inevitably going to take their helmets off. Yeah. Right. And when you have everyone else there with their helmets off and him sitting there with his helmet on, it will just look Wrong. Weird. Yes. It doesn't look wrong in the game when you are through his eyes because you're not right. seeing this visual no. with his helmet on. There's been the plenty of video game characters. We never quite see our face. Yeah, but in listen, the, this no, won't be the worst video game adaptation to do that this year. I'm sorry. I like the movie. That was not Leon. 
That was not Leon the Resident Evil at all, from what we knew. I have not watched a Resident Evil movie since the first three. This one's actually worth watching. This one, again, it's very grounded in the mythos of the games. It, combined, it, it does its own thing, but it does it very well. It's just one of those, I've played as Leon enough to know that's not what I'm expecting. So, much like Five Nights at Freddy's, Resident Evil is firmly a game that I know the lore from watching lore videos and history videos. I'm never playing the game. I tried to play Resident Evil 2. Like, that's just not my style of play. I can't stand this ammo management shit. No, that, that's not... Well, they're, they're survival games. That's why when they announced a sequel would probably include Village, I'm like, so first off, Demon Baby from Hell. Got it. That's in the game. That's in the movie. Thanks. I already know what's going on there. Um, if you never play Resident Evil Village, um, House Beneviento, um, they try to convince you that your child is the devil. And there's a demon baby from hell that if it catches you, eats you. If you've never had a three-year-old, this is not a stretch. It's not, but like... I'm like, someone had to animate that. Someone's job was to make that a thing. It's funny. It's the most horror level of the game for the most part until the until the later Heisenberg level. But if you're like, oh, I don't know. It's like, okay, it's kind of creepy. Not much is going on. Oh, God, something's about to come. And then the demon baby appears and you're like, well, that just kicked up a freaking notch. I'm going to have nightmares over that thing for a week. But I say this from the bottom of my heart. We've gone on too long. Yeah. I have bored you all long enough. Long enough. I am sorry, ladies and gentlemen. How's that, how's that Jim Bean holding up? Uh, this is just always in the cup, this red liquid, so don't take that as a marker. Yeah. And on that incredible bombshell, we're the idiots, so you don't have to be. Down there, we have Brian. Over there, we have Bruce. Love you all! And, you know, we'll see you next time here on the Disidious Podcast. You're not going to want to miss next when we talk to Galactic Star Cruiser. You're not.